Hey, before we jump into the show, we wanted to give you a heads up that our signature budget template and course is available right now at mydoughbalance.com forward slash budget. It's simple, easy to use, and oh, so pretty. Plus, it comes with walkthroughs and special trainings that teach you exactly how to budget. We will reveal the exact systems our clients use to get out of debt, set up savings buckets, create a bills account, know exactly what to do with their paychecks, and so much more. So much. So if you're new to budgeting, our system will help you get started easily. And if you're budgeting nerds like us, then this system will become your new obsession. Think of it as the exciting, game-changing upgrade to the budget you're using right now. So head on over to myadobalance.com forward slash budget to snag yours. Now let's jump into today's show. Hey guys, today we're hitting on something super relatable, making sense of money without getting a headache. We've got Monica Baker with us, the force behind the Claiming Simplicity podcast and a true advocate for living simple and fully. Yeah, so much fun to talk to her, but we helped her and we chatted with her about easy ways to handle her cash, Mm -hmm. both for personal life and her side hustles. Yeah. If you've ever felt like budgeting was a chore or that managing your money was just too much, you're not alone, guys. This episode is all about fixing that. We're talking about the simple tricks to keep your finances in check, why budgeting doesn't have to be boring, and how to save money without missing out on all the fun that life has to offer. So let's dive in. Do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you have big dreams for your financial future? Do you want to get debt free, but you don't want to live on beans and rice? Or you don't want to give up those pumpkin spice lattes? Hey, it's okay if you don't already know how to budget or if you're using credit cards to get through the month. Hey, it's okay if you want to seem like you have your finances all together or you're not on the same page with your spouse when it comes to finances. We know what you're doing probably isn't working, but guess what? You're in the right place. We're Shayna and Vanessa. We're best friends, business partners, and fi- master financial coaches trained by Dave Ramsey. We've been in business since 2019, helping hundreds of amazing people like you create budgets, get out of debt, stop living paycheck to paycheck, and know exactly what to do with their money. In this podcast, we'll share with you everything we know, plus everything we're working on with our clients so that you have the best chance at reaching your financial goals. We want to help you take the guesswork out of your budget, improve your marriages, and even bring your kids in on the conversation. We can help you no matter where you're at, whether you're the single mom who's never had $500 in her savings account or the millionaire who's paid off four real estate mortgages. And we're not going to shy away from the tough love. We'll tell you what you need to hear and encourage you at the same time. This is the Ideal Balance Podcast. Let's start off, just Micah. Let's go ahead and get started. Dive in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a podcaster. I love everything simple. So my podcast is Claiming Simplicity, and I do homesteading, and I teach people simple cooking from scratch skills. Mostly busy moms. Yes, mostly. Question, are there moms that aren't busy? (laughs) That's what I'm figuring. I feel like there may have used to be, but I don't know what we've done to ourselves and the opposite of simple life. It seems like everybody's busy now. It's that's really true. And I love the homestead part. I love all that. So I grew up on a farm, had chickens and rabbits and everything we raised to eat and all that stuff. It's fine. And we had the, the garden and everything. But I just I love that this is still a thing. Now oh, it's a, right? making a comeback. Yes, yeah. it is. It really is. And I love it so much. And so I'm so excited that you are taking this on and you're teaching other moms how to be able to do this with their crazy busy lifestyles too. So yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. So let's dive in, Monica. Tell us what's going on. What brings you today to want to talk to some financial coaches? <laughs> 
I had no problem with my finances, with my personal finances. It was when I added, we have the farm and homestead stuff. And then we have also this other business <laughs> that I'm working on. I'm still working on my courses. So it's just trying to keep everything separate in a simple way. Yes, I think that is really important because we have a lot of clients who have their separate businesses mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out how to, how do you do it the right way? Mm -hmm. And so that way it's all successful because when you bunch it all together, it doesn't work. We've seen it that doesn't work. And so mm -hmm. what you're asking is how do I have the, how do I do business finances so it flows over into my personal finances the right way too? Yes. And how doing it as I'm building these mm -hmm. other two businesses. Yes. yes. I think that's such a good question because one thing that we've seen in the business space a lot is your, I like our friend, close personal friend, I think Christy Wright said, if your business isn't making you money, it's a hobby, it's not a mm -hmm. business. And so a lot of times we see that creep, like just like how your lifestyle creep can go into your life, your personal budget, your business, mm -hmm. I have to buy this course, I have to get this coach, I have to get this software, I have to get this product, I have to get this. And then did you, do you actually, are you bringing any money to that mm -hmm. personal budget? I don't know if you are. <laughs> so totally awesome that you're doing this from the get-go and you're really trying to get on top of it from the beginning. So what would you say, obviously that's the big thing, that's the overarching. What would you say that like day-to-day, -day, maybe number one thing that you're struggling with right now, the most? I would say, so I can do my budget, but then as I get really busy, like mm -hmm. the garden and homesteading and stuff, the budget gets put on the back burner. And then I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what happened here? So that is my biggest struggle. Okay. So Just keeping on top of it. Yeah. Okay. So you're making a budget. Yes. Okay. So that's number one. Check. <laughs> so we're making a budget, but throughout the month, when you get into it all, it's just going away, right? And then also there's those little things that I'm like, oh yeah, my daughter got picked for the sweetheart days and we need to buy a formal dress and those little things that I don't have in there that's the other issue yeah okay so there's two two mm -hmm. two issues there's the business over here because imagine if you don't have time in your day to to just fix the personal budget and then you have three businesses hello or whatever like then you don't have time for that either our solution the systems that we teach is you'd want to separate first of all you want to separate business from personal if you haven't already if you haven't already but then we want to separate the finances and automate as much as possible. And we'll walk through some of that with you mm -hmm. so that you don't have to spend time or brain calories to do those mm -hmm. things because you don't have them. And we just did a podcast on it. You're, you're going to be able to stick to the budget because it's happening without you being involved. You're having automatic transfers happen. You're having bills to getting paid. Mm -hmm. Everything's happened because you did sit down, make the budget one time, you set up some systems and then everything is happening while you're over there gardening. Yeah. And that's the issue. So yeah. that would be perfect. I so, have mostly everything set up automatic that I can as far as like bills coming out and that kind of thing. And we've done Dave Ramsey mm -hmm. for several years, but not like you do. We couldn't do that. We did the envelopes for a short time. And then I was like running to the bank to get out cash was difficult. Yeah. Okay. So before we talk about the the solutions, because I want you to be able to rate your finances right now before you have the what you're going to, how you're going to implement it all. So if, how would you rate and scale? Like how, how would you, if on a scale from one to 10, if you had to rate your finances right now, your entire situation, one being the worst, 10 being the best. Okay. 
And this is everything, your savings, your retirement, your habits, your spending, your income. If you had to see it all as one big picture and you had to put a number on it, what would you give it? Probably a seven. Okay. Oh, well, that's not that's, bad. Yeah, that's good. That that's, might be the best number we've got. I know. And why would you give it? Just because we live a simpler life and we're not big spenders and yeah. we that's part of my values is yeah. just doing us less, yeah. ours less. So um, I think you don't have the stress. A lot of times people have the stress because they don't have the money or they know they're overspending. So your quote unquote point of stress is you want it to be simpler so you can live your life. Like you're not worried about having enough money. I just need it to work and happen so that that's the next level for you. And sometimes people obviously come to these calls and they just, they don't know they are at ground zero. So really good. You guys have already been doing the work. It's just the next level of simplification. As you, I'm using your word, we call it systemized, but you just want it to be simple. So get, you're trying get to continue with what you yeah. believe in. Like how can we take how we live our everyday life, but also make our finances l- live in this thing, this whole system too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. And especially with the business part, that's really yeah. my struggle. <laughs> All the added extra. No yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that let's ask one more question and then we're going to get into all the nitty-gritty coaching and suggestions that we would have what would would and look like for you a 10 everything just automatic and i don't really i can just look at it and yep looks good i like that i don't want to spend a lot of time on it because right now i in the these winter months when it's not we're in minnesota Mm. we have a little more time and so i'm putting on the spreadsheet, each item that, you know, and I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. I don't want it, that detail. Nope. Nope. That's not simple. That's what you know. <laughs> that's, that's difficult and messy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. So you are asking for something really simple here, right? You want everything. And it's, I love that because when we ask this question of what would a level 10 look, look like, it's never like, I want to live in Egypt or whatever. It's not like these huge things. It's, I just want to live my life. And how can I do this in a better way than what I'm currently doing? So I do love how you answer that. So let's go back to the root of all of this. Let's start with the business. Like in order for your personal finances to flow and run the way you want them to run, we have to look at what the business is doing. Yeah. And I have about that, Monica, real quick. In your budget, you guys have been budgeting. You've been Dave Ramsey. You've been cash enveloping. You've done all these. Can your lifestyle exist on your budget minus your business? The homestead. Yeah. The homestead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just interesting. I just like to think about that because when you're talking about one of uh, Vanessa's highest um, values is living beneath your means when it comes to the budget s- system. So if we can also systemize the business, but also maybe not require it for the personal budget. And you can still live that way. You can still live that way and see this as something that can fund your goals or anything Mm -hmm. in the future that can also make it simpler. But what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think that's perfect. So let's talk about how you're going to organize your business finances. So that way it is providing value and it's serving you well. Mm -hmm. So when you, just like you hear on our podcast, and we talk about organizing your personal finances, we want to systemize and separate your business finances as well. So we suggest have a couple of accounts for you to do that. Two checking accounts for sure for business. One for income. So all the income that you're making from that. Again, you have two different businesses. We're going to talk about one that you can apply it to both, right? So the income that you're making from your business comes into one account. That's called the income account. Mm -hmm. So everything gets deposited in there. And then you have a separate account that you're making your charges, like your expenses, yeah. anything that you're paying for in your business, any of your bills, 
subscriptions, any expenses, things that you need to pay for gets paid for out of this separate checking account. And we call that when your expense account. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so you're going to at least have those two accounts. So the way that it works, it's the same on the personal side, but over in the business, the income all comes into one account and then it gets told what job to do. Mm-hmm. So depending on your business, depending, and I'm guessing it's pretty lean, if I know you at all, your expenses are lean. So some of our clients, they'll put 80% of their income into expenses because they have to, because that's how heavy the operations of their business is. Mm-hmm. Some of our clients, it's 20%. Right. They don't have a lot of overhead. So you're going to figure out that basic number and then you can just, you're going to be putting that. And guess what? Because you're not depending on this business, because you guys are so good with your other finances, you can do this once a month. We, you can do it in the beginning. Sometimes people have to do it weekly because yeah. they need the income for their business, but you can be once a month, I'm going to go in and I don't have to be like, imagine once a month dealing with your business finances. That's all you have to do. Yeah. So once a month you're going to go in there and you'll do the math and you can, and there's actually banks that will do it automatically for you, but you'll have whatever percentage makes sense. Maybe you tithe, maybe some of it goes to your church then maybe some of it goes to your, or obviously some of it's going to go to operating expenses. We also say what percentage needs to go to taxes. Maybe I want to set aside for taxes if I need to, if I'm there. And then how much is going to my personal budget? That's the basics, very basics. And that's once a month. You sit down. And if you have the account that Vanessa's talking about set up with OPEX, the operating expenses, and they're coming out automatically and you're just funding it every month, you can just sit back and let your business do what it needs to do. Yeah, so basically what that looks is at the last day of the month. So for instance, like an example, on January 31st, I went through and did all of the business finances for February for our business. And I funded February with our January income. We're always a month ahead. And that's where we suggest you being. You may not be able to get there immediately. You probably could, but maybe some listeners can't. So we fund everything. So we know exactly the expenses that are coming out in February, which we have a little bit of a buffer just in case, you know, buy something on Amazon. Never, right? (laughs) We know exactly what's going into the account, exactly what's going into taxes, exactly what's going into our, we have a profit account to, that's the money that we use to reinvest back in our business. So from the income account, like Shana said, the money is getting farmed and you're giving it a job. It goes into the operating expense account, it goes into taxes, it goes into profit. And I think that's the only one. And And then we pay ourselves from us. For you, that may look like something different. If you don't need any of the money for your personal budget, that may say this is going into our travel fund or this is funding Christmas. Or, or this a new is, cow or whatever a, it is. Right, a new and, Yeah, but <laughs> you may be able to do something else with that money that you were going to pay yourself with because you don't actually need it in your personal budget. And so this will be the number one way to, to and we're going to ask for your questions, the number way, one way to simplify it. Do it once a month, mm-hmm. set up everything automatically and then have one goal for your income. And then it should be pretty simple. But I see that there may be some questions. What are you thinking? Yes, my course and that doesn't have any income coming in right okay. now. Okay. So so I would set up for the homestead, just the income and then these expense accounts. Is one, that correct? Yeah. One expense account. So you would have two checkings and the, sa- the other savings accounts you would have are like your taxes and your profit, which is like a business savings. Hold probably. on. With the homestead, what are the, so what are your sources of income? Let's go there. Animals and then selling produce, those kinds of things. And so you're considering this a separate business, teaching people about that. It's completely separate business or just a separate income stream. It's really going to be probably a separate income stream but for, for the same business. So I don't know if I should combine those or not, because it's really the course really has to do with homesteading. Yeah. But 
I think a lot should, of that need. For legality purposes, I think you should probably, you can ask your CPA about that, but there's a lot of times where you can have one business and you can have everything under that one business. Now you can have it organized. And if you want to have it and like another account, like another income account to say, this is coming from the course versus this is coming from the actual homestead stuff. But I don't see a reason why it can't all be together. It sounds like very much. Yeah. It's just a passive. What is this word? Oh yeah. It's all going together. (laughs) Mixed. Passive income for the whole business. It's a different revenue stream, but it's the same business. Like we obviously sell a budget template, which, but we still coaching. Everything is in the same business. So I think that would maybe answer the first question. And then here's another thing that I want you to think about, Monica, and I know you are because you're very frugal and smart. Make sure, so when we're selling a course, when we have a podcast, and it's not making any money, fine. That's how it starts. It's no big deal. But we want to make sure that our income grows at the rate of our expenses. So that's one thing that we've noticed. And so you have a business that's successful. And so it then this new funding, this new baby can steal all of that money. Yeah. And you just got to be careful. I know you are, but just for other people that might be listening, be careful. Like you built this business, you did a good job. What should be happening is there's a little extra. And like Vanessa said, our profit account goes back into invest in the business. That's what this should be. That's for it's the like, new cow. I, yes. For her, okay. but this is now I'm investing in a new income stream. Yeah. I'm investing in this passive income that I'm hoping is going to, but it's going to co- cost me some money up front. But don't let that get away from you. A lot of times people let that get away from them and they'll start. Now I have to have web hosting and then I have to have this and then I have, and I've made zero dollars in this business yet. But I would even say it's happened to us. So like we've grown our business debt free, but even for us, like one time we had to go back and go, why do we have all these subscriptions? Like we don't need, it just was a little bit of a creep for us. And we had to go back and check check ourselves, right? Pick our favorites. Right. Yeah. But that profit account is a, like it's a business savings for you to reinvest back in. Shana said, it can be the cow. It can be equipment for the farm, or it can also be courses and things that you need to be able to get this the second business stream or get, yes, get to the next level yeah, yeah. up and going yeah that okay was, yep yeah okay so that's the beginner and we can always come back and see where you're at and move forward i do want to go back to the personal budget for a second okay a little second a little bit a little bit <laughs> so i love what you said about how we love dave but we couldn't with the cash envelopes didn't work for us and what i heard is we just didn't have the right solution with the cash mm-hmm. envelopes. That's what I heard. So what we teach is you have all of these in, in income and what we teach is every paycheck to fund those envelopes, which would sometimes you might be trying to do it once a month. And then you're wondering like, this didn't work. I ran out of money. And so there's two solutions to that. One is obviously you have to fund it correctly. So what you would have done maybe is every month I noticed we're going over on groceries. Okay, I need to increase the grocery budget. Don't give up on the envelope. Just increase the budget until I get to the right amount so that I don't have to go back. That's one solution. The other solution is don't try to do for the whole month, especially in the beginning, maybe try to get a weekly amount. One week is the only amount that I really trust myself to be able to do and get better at it, which is totally. So that's the first thing I thought is we need to do those things, but also we need to increase. Maybe that's what the problem was, is we're trying so hard to stick to a frugal budget, but realistically, these, these people in my family, they eat a lot more than I thought. And it costs, I need to increase the budget. Right. And we'd rather do that and be able to stick to it than just have a, think I feel better by putting a low number in the budget, but then we can't stick to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's usually just those little things that's I'm like, oh, why didn't I put that in the budget or camp? So, so we have a solution for that. So question, whose income is funding your personal budget? Your husband's? Yeah, both of ours. Yeah. We, oh. I have a, I'm a nurse as well. So 
Oh, okay. Okay. So your nurse income and your husband's income on your personal budget and let's leave everything else if it doesn't need to be. Let's leave that way. I need to know more about there. how the nurse has free time for so many reasons. <laughs> I am casual. So I just pick up around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. good. I love that. Yeah. So when you, Shana said, when your paycheck plans, we call it a paycheck plan. And that is when whatever you decide, whether it's a weekly paycheck plan for you, whether it's a bi bi-monthly paycheck plan for you, whatever you want that to be, is when you say, this time, every month or every week, I am going to designate a certain amount for my spending money, a certain amount for groceries, a certain amount for this, a certain amount for that. So that way I know exactly what to do when the money comes in. There's Mm -hmm. no question as to what's going on. And as far as when you were talking about prom dresses or you were mentioning things that were popping up, we love to say there's actually no such thing as an unexpected expense because you know that you know they're coming. We just don't know, really know when to budget for them properly. So we talk about savings buckets. So we want you to have a couple different savings accounts where maybe one is labeled home repairs, one's labeled vehicle maintenance, kids, right? Maybe sports, Christmas, travel, things like that. And you are funding those every month with those paychecks. Okay. So that way when things come up in those categories that you need to buy, you already have the money there because you've been saving for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, oh, sorry. So I would set up the checking and then just put those savings and just break them out. And then if I understand this correct, it just goes automatically into those savings. Yeah. So the personal, the way we did this personally works very similar as the business. So we have the one checking that is all the income is coming in and all the bills are coming out. But so like she said, when your husband's paycheck comes in, it's most of it stays in the bills account, but some of it goes out to do other jobs, depending on what the budget has. So some of it is going to pay for groceries. Some of it's going out to set aside for travel. Some of it's going out to set aside for that new cow. We're all about that new cow here. Okay. But anyway, so on payday, certain things happen. A a good amount stays in the bills to pay all the bills, but then everything else is funded. Now to circle back, the biggest hurdle I had as a new budgeter was being a mom. Yes, some things you can't expect. Some things you just don't know because this is the first time you've run a 13-year-old or whatever. Yeah. And you didn't know that there was such a thing as a sweetheart dance because in your, nobody, t- that's what her daughter is Oh, doing. I thought you meant exactly. the farm boys had one of those. I, and they tell you the night before. So it's just yes. like, yes, yes. they're so, so good at that. That's when I invented the kid envelope. Yeah. Okay, Monica. So I invented the kid envelope and I just put money in it because I know these people are going to come ask me for things. And I wanted to be able to say yes when I meant it, not because they were yes. doe-eyed or whatever. I want to be able to say yes, but I, every month I felt the same thing. I was like, I don't have the money. We didn't, you didn't tell me. I just can't, I can't just make it appear. So then I started doing a uh, kid budget. And in the beginning, when I don't know what to do, I just put a certain amount per kid in that envelope. And I'm like, this is what okay. I'm going to spend. And yep. that's it. Like we're, we're, we're going to have to say no. Then with our clients and obviously with getting older and budgeting more, then we can start to predict. Now I, I will have a savings bucket for the kids' sports because now I have a better idea. They play the same sport every year. They do the same dance we really every did. year. We just did our budget that's for sports. Sure. As, as you get into it, then you'll be able to look back. Okay, literally, that's when I figured out, oh, duh, my, kid, my son costs $20 every month to get his haircut. I wasn't even thinking about that before. And then I know every, every month I take my daughter to get her braces refixed or I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like they, you will start to see patterns. Mm-hmm. And so it will help you, but you can't know that until you set that budget aside. And so I would recommend, that's like my our number one tip for moms is just have that kid envelope in the beginning, mm-hmm. especially so that it's there, You but you've set the money aside. Because they always need something. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. 
Yeah. So we, those savings buckets literally are the, the bread and butter of our system yeah. and our clients absolutely love it. So a little different, a little tweak from the business is the income comes into the checking account and the bills are also paid out of that account yeah. versus your business is separate because we want to keep that separate. But in your personal budget, it's all one. So the income comes in and all the bills and debts are paid out of that one account. And then okay. like I said, then you have another checking account for spending. Sometimes you have a couple like personal spending or gas and groceries. And then you have a couple more savings accounts. Yeah. If you want to do it digitally, if you want to do it cash, then, you know, you can do the cash system. But perfect. But then we been there and done that. If you want to set up multiple savings accounts and label them, like Shana said, kids, Christmas, travel, vehicle, home, repairs, or whatever, however yeah. you want. Like they're different for everyone. But the big thing too here is make sure you have a bank that is going to allow you to do that. Yeah. A lot of people are don't realize when you go to hire a bank to do a job, you're doing that. They work for you. So don't let them feel, don't let it feel opposite. Like you're doing them a favor. No. Yeah. So just find a bank that's going to allow you to do that without all the fees. And there are, they are out there. And I want to pause here because I see your mind and I just hear people's objections like, hello, I wanted a simple solution. And you're talking about 13,000 bank accounts. Let me tell you why it's simpler. It is. It's a little bit more work in the moment or, or uh, not in the moment. It's a little more work in the beginning to set up a system just because that's what you do as a homesteader. It's a lot of work. But in the moment, it's going to make things more simple. So when I look at my phone and I have my gifts account, I have my Christmas or uh, my kids account, I have my grass and groceries. And I know exactly at a moment's notice how much money I have set aside for mm -hmm. everything, especially when the stuff that you're spending every week, the, yeah. the gas and groceries. I know exactly with one mm -hmm. glance where the money is. It's not one account where I'm trying to, okay, I went to Amazon and then I went to Starbucks and then we went and bought a cow. And then and don't then, forget the goats and the chickens and the pigs. And oh, it's okay. like there's other animals. Okay. But when you're trying to go through one account and see everything that's happening, that's complicated and messy. Yes. So we try to separate it all out so that it's one glance, very simple to look at. And your bank becomes your personal assistant mm -hmm. and it's doing all the tracking and everything for you. And you don't have to track every expense. So we're just asking you to track the categories mm -hmm. of the expenses that you have. For example, like Shana said, when you go to buy something, when my car needs an oil change, I have my phone with me. I have the transfer screen of my, my, my bank app open. And I say, how much is that oil change? They tell me I transfer it from vehicle into my spending account and I swipe my card and that's it. Yeah. All done. Yeah. That's the only okay. thing that needs to happen. Yeah. And my bank app does allow me to make a note. So I'll put like Yukon oil change, right? So that way, when I want to go back next year, look at my vehicle maintenance fund to see how did we spend our money last year from that account. Mm -hmm. I'll have little notes that'll tell me. Some banks yeah. do that, some banks don't. But that's okay. all you need yeah. to do. Yeah. And it's a bit, it's going to make a big difference. So like our number one thing that we tell people is separate your bills and spending. That's the first step. And that's what we will tell you to get that bills account automated. It probably is mostly, but there's probably a lot mm -hmm. of actions happening in there. We're going to separate that so that it's, I can look at a glance, the mortgage got paid, everything's good. Mm -hmm. That's happening. And then, and then like we said, so let's imagine that one of the paychecks that drops is 4,000. It drops in the income. We have to keep $2,000 in here to pay the bills. Like that's, that has to happen. Non-negotiable. So then, and then we have 500 that goes over here to groceries. We have 200 each for spending money or whatever. I put $100 in my kid's envelope because I know they're going to have them. Um, and then I'm saving, uh, the rest of it is how much is going to all my savings buckets for all the things that are coming, travel, Christmas, whatever, the new cow, goat, chicken, whatever. Anyway, and those are not cheap. And we have an animal fund in one of our budgets for the people that want to be also be farmers and homesteaders. Same thing. We have an yeah. animal fund to feed them. And this is probably something that you do, but 
especially at that point, like you have vet bills, you have all the things that they need to stay healthy all year. Plus you have to feed them. Plus you have to do things to them. That's a good point. So in your business account, you may want to set up a separate check, a separate savings that's like animal care. And so, and add, I would add up how much they cost per year for their visits, their shots, their upkeep. This isn't feed because that's an every day, every month thing. These are for, these are things that come up maybe quarterly or annually. And you can start saving that money monthly. So that way, when those appointments come up, you already have the cash for them. How that? New concept, but we're moving it to perfect. Yeah. And those are like annual quarter bills, quarterly bills we do on both. So what is the business things? Because, you know, if you have a website, it's like annually or you just have things or quarterly. And then over in your business or your personal side, you have the same thing. We're going to add up property taxes, insurance premiums. We might pay HOA fees, like everything that comes all together or throughout the year. We're going to put that all together, divide by 12. And then just that's another savings bucket on each side that we're just setting aside a little money each month mm-hmm. so that when that big ticket item comes, I have it saved. I don't have to try to come up with $2,000 in one month or whatever. So, right. so that was like, understand don't worry, you get it. You got it all right. <laughs> so I'm going to have, I have a bit. I have you don't have, okay. it depends on how you want. So we'd say start small, Yeah. start and see how much you love having a couple that are there. You can still use, I know how much you want to use cash. You can still have cash for some of these, but start, just start with a couple. And then as you enjoy it, which we know you will, seeing that money stack up for whatever it is and knowing it's set aside and your bills are paid and I have everything taken care of, you're going to probably want to do more, but you can have as many as you want. Okay. As many as you're not wanting to use cash for too. I'll tell you too, though, like I've, we've had people go, there's so many accounts that said, okay, but. The alternative is all the money is just shoved into one account and you're trying to mentally figure out what all that money is used for. No, thank you. I love being able to pull up my bank account and it says business, education, travel, vehicle maintenance, home repair, and every paycheck, my husband, it's just funding it. And I only pull from those accounts when we go to spend money out of that category. And that's it. Okay. so simple. And, but again, and I've heard this on a podcast the other day, and he said the upfront work of something, of systemizing and organizing something like Shannon said, does take some time, but the, mm-hmm. the time that you're going to get back mm-hmm. over the next year, because you, you took the time now to set it up, is priceless. I, I have no problem with that. That sounds way better than a spreadsheet. Awesome. Honestly, we're going to take that, that, what is it called? That sound bite. Yeah. Just, and each time somebody says that, we're just going to play that sound. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. Monica, we'll send you a recap with what we said. I could tell you we're taking notes anyway, so it's fine. But we'll, with what we talked about, and okay. we hope to hear from you that this helped and that you've implemented it and you're feeling better about all of those things. We really appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank you for being, guys, this is our first one, our, our first live coaching call with Monica. We're so thankful that she's here. We hope that you guys got a lot of value of it. I know she did. Sure, her, We can see her mind spinning. And <laughs> oh, there's a lot of information that just came out of this podcast. Yes. Awesome. Thank right. you. Hey, if you found value in this podcast and you're ready to go deeper, here are some ways we can connect. First, go ahead and take the leap. Book a free 20-minute financial coaching call with us. This is your chance to ask questions, to get personalized advice, and start mapping out your financial journey for free. It's on us. We're treating you. Just hop on a call, chat with for 20 minutes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Next, join our supportive Facebook group where you can connect with other like-minded people who are trying to figure out this budget thing just like you. Yep. Or if you want to take it to the next level, grab our signature budget template. You've heard us talk about it. It's a game changer for organizing and optimizing your finances. It's practical, user-friendly, 
And it's the perfect tool, girl, Mm -hmm. to start making real progress. And if you're ready to get serious about your finances and you know you need the accountability, sign up for financial coaching now, guys. This is the one-on-one hand-holding that you know you need. Let's be honest, guys. If you're going to do it on your own, you would have done it already. So that's what we're here for. Yes. So visit myidealbalance.com for all the details, all the links, everything you need to get connected. And hey, if today's conversation sparked a new idea or inspired a change in you, why not share that spark? Tell a friend about the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Your words could be the nudge that someone else needs to start their journey towards financial freedom. And by the way, as we say goodbye, remember your financial journey, your well-being isn't just about numbers. It's about all the peace, the joy, the lack of stress that it's going to bring into your life. So you've got this and we're here to support you every step of the way. (music) 